Welcome to another episode of Bible Conversations. Today, we're going to be talking about what's on Dylan's mind. All right. Well, last week we talked about what's on my mind and mm-hmm. uh, among the, the myriad of things uh, that are there. Uh, it we, wasn't as complicated as I thought it would be. It wasn't as complicated, <laughs> no. But, uh, but we did not get to talk about what's on your mind. Mm-hmm. So let's do that. What is going through the mind of Dylan Bruce today? Well, um, the first thing that came to my mind when we came up with this idea yeah. to talk about just, you know, what's on our minds? What are we passionate about right now? The first thing I really wanted to talk about was actually joy um, okay. because that's, man, that's the the thing that I like talking about the most. <laughs> like if there's anybody that I see with a smile um, yeah. walking around church on Sunday morning, that's, I want to go talk to them about their joy. I want to go talk to them about how they're having a good time. Uh, I think that is one of the most um infectious things yeah. is joy. Yeah. Um, so that was the, my first thought. But as I thought about that more, I was like, okay, I've talked about that plenty. I feel like, um, I don't know. I, I wrote a book about it. If you want to hear more of my thoughts about joy, go look it up on Amazon. Yeah. Um, so it's a nice subtle plug. Yeah. A little subtle <laughs> plug. So anyways, <laughs> what I really, really want to talk about, um, is raising the bar. Okay. That's something that's been on my mind for the past month or so, more yeah. so. So are you um, talking about like lifting weights, like raising the, the – Not that kind of bar. No, no. more of like the, the pole vault bar, you know, like like raising <laughs> that. Um, that actually is where like the, the phrase raising the bar comes from, you know, okay. like striving for something greater, not just yeah. settling for like the – I don't even know pole vaulting – levels like the 10 foot or 12 foot bar i don't know i mean i know i can jump like two feet in the air and i yeah. can touch a 10 foot rim so, so that's like, cool so don't settle for touching oh. the 10 foot rim okay you need to raise the bar to settle sh- for dunking to, to strive yeah to strive for gr- something greater okay. Okay. um so anyways there, this has been on my mind for the past month or so yeah. um and as i've been thinking about this more i decided okay we're gonna have a bible class here at keller this fall talking about um, and being an active Christian, being mm-hmm. um, ma- maturing in your faith, raising your own personal bar. Yeah. Um, but also, I, w- I have put some thoughts and plans together. And you and I were just talking about this earlier. Yeah. Um, I've been contacting some different preachers and ministers across Texas and Oklahoma, um, and I want to get together with these guys and write a daily devotional book for 2022. Yeah. Um, so another little subtle plug, look for that at the end of the year. I'm sure we'll tell all of our listeners when that comes out later this year. Yeah. Um, but the daily devotional book will be about raising the bar, be about yeah. maturing in your in your spiritual life, yeah. um, becoming more like Christ. Um, and the reason I think that's so important and that it's just been on my mind so much lately is because it's become really evident and I've seen more and more that folks are not taking the opportunity to, to thrive in their faith, to, to really strive to, to do better. People have become so satisfied with status quo and, and I'm sick of it. Yeah. It literally like, Makes me nauseous. I mean, I went to the ER earlier this summer, not because 
of actual nauseousness from people being status quo. Yeah. Um, that's just a little joke that obviously wasn't good. Um, <laughs> but, but seriously, it, it's just, it's one of the things that makes me scratch my head that, yeah. that just confuses me whenever somebody is satisfied with status quo yeah. and they're, they're just happy with where they're at in their walk with Christ. Yeah. I come to church every Sunday. I write my name on the attendance card and I'm happy with that. And I'm yeah. like, no, 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 that, that doesn't cut it. And so, um, because of all that, I've put thoughts together and I've been thinking more, putting a class together, wanting to write a daily devotional book about raising the bar, striving to do better. Yeah. So I think one of the things that strikes me, uh, from what you're saying, and, and I, and I've thought about this quite a bit. So having taught tennis for a decade, right. And played tennis for a long time and now being in ministry and, you know, I've seen the lethargy of people. I've mm-hmm. seen the laziness of people. I've also seen the excellence of people. And I've seen the uh, the work ethic and the hard work of people. Mm-hmm. And what strikes me is that the people who are lethargic, the people who are lazy, not only are they happy with where they're at, but they're satisfied with where they're at, right? And I think those are two different things. And mm-hmm. I'll, I'll kind of explain that in a little second, in a minute. But they're happy and they're satisfied, right? And... They don't really want to change. They don't want to improve. They Like you're saying, right? It's part of the status quo. But then you've got the people who have a strong work ethic, right? The people who are um, just doing and going above and beyond and everything, right? Like you think of some professional athletes, right? Mm-hmm. That you hear about, you know, Kobe Bryant, who, you know, passed away earlier this year. But he, man, he was the first one in the gym. He was the last one to leave the gym. He was working harder than everybody else while he was in. Like he was always going above and beyond. Mm-hmm. And he's someone who is happy, where he was at, right? Yeah. But he was not satisfied. Yeah. And I think that's where, in my mind at least, right, the difference lies is it's one thing to be happy with, you know, coming to church, right? And it's one thing to be happy with doing all that, but it's another to be satisfied with only that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so as you're talking about this, it reminds me of this saying I heard one time, there's three people in the world. Everybody in the world can be categorized into three categories. The people that make things happen, the people that watch things happen, and the people that are sitting there wondering what's happening. <laughs> and, um, and you need to ask yourself, what category are you in? Are yeah. you the person that's going to make things happen, that that wants to, to get out and do something in spiritual terms, do something with your faith? Yeah. Um, and James talks about that a lot in James chapter 2. Uh, don't just be hearers of the word, but be doers. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's saying, uh, you say you have faith. That's great. Even the demons believe. They shudder. Uh, show me. Yeah. But show me that you believe based yeah. on what you do with your faith. And he yeah. said, even Abraham did that. Yeah. Abraham believed. He said the words, but Abraham had to show that he believed. Yeah. And we're the same way. We can we can be in church all day long. We can say, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, but we need to show that we believe, show the proof, yep. you know, back up what we are saying with yep. our actions. Um, and then as far as the, the um, satisfied, happy, yeah. um, uh, what's the word, you know, the um, where you're, I guess, delineating the two. And, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, it reminds me of Paul. And mm-hmm. when he's writing the letter to the Philippians, mm-hmm. um, he's saying, you know, it's, I, I'm content in Christ. I don't need anything else, yeah. but I'm never satisfied yeah. with my relationship with Christ. Yeah. Um, he's, he talks about how he's going to, to continue to, to run the race, to strain towards the goal, to, um, to look towards the goal. And then he 
concludes in uh, chapter four with, um, um, in, in verse 13 with, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's how I'm content is yeah. through Christ. And so he's, he's content in Christ, but he's never satisfied. Yeah. Um, and I think Christians have it reversed nowadays yes. that, um, I am never satisfied with the things of this world, but I'm content with where I'm at with Christ. Yeah. Um, instead of I'm content with things in this world because of Christ, but I'm never satisfied with my relationship. And, yeah. and because we flipped those things, that's why we've become happy with just the status quo in regards to the church. Hap- just happy with, with where we're sitting, content with our relationship with Christ, content with our, um, our, our passion, content with the, extracurricular things that we're involved in in regards yeah. to the church with, with our fellowship and, um, and things of that nature. Yeah. So anyways, the, I wanted to mention Philippians cause as you're talking about content and satisfied, it reminded me of that. Um, yeah. but really the first place I wanted everyone to turn is to Romans chapter 12. Yeah. Well, I was actually going to ask you, Hey Dylan, okay. where do you want to go next? Okay. Romans chapter 12. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I, this is one of the really important passages in regards to, um, striving for for more striving to do better raising the bar yeah um the little heading over the the passage here starting in verse nine is called marks of a true christian mm-hmm. and obviously that's not inspired man has put that in there to help describe what's being written yeah. of the ins- in the inspired word yeah um but in starting in verse nine it says let love be genuine abhor what is evil hold fast to what is good Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Now, I don't know about you, but outdoing one another, that has a tendency to, to think about raising the bar. I'm going to do better. And it's not because I'm, I'm prideful, not because I'm yeah. selfish and I want to be the best, but it's a, I'm going to be the most humble person. Yeah. It's, it, it, to me, at least, it gives a sense of competition. Right? Yeah. And not in the sense of like, I'm going to, I'm going to beat you. Right. But, yeah. But, you know, we, we should always be striving to do better, which is Stirring the Stirring one of, another up to love and yeah. good works. Yeah. And, um, you know, you – I don't know if we, Iron sharpens iron yeah. type of deal. I don't know if we should bring this up, but but on The Office, right, there's a scene where Andy and Dwight are trying yeah. to outdo one another yeah. in showing gratitude. Well, Dwight had ulterior motives. Yes. And Andy, he just wanted to be the most liked guy. Yes. <laughs> right. So – but that scene, right, I think – and I think in some ways we can take so much from that scene and apply it, right? Mm-hmm. Like obviously it is a joke. Obviously it is meant to be funny. Yeah. Obviously it is not real. But the idea that, man, somebody writes us a card, we'll write them a card back, right? Yeah. Somebody bakes us a pie, we'll buy a pie because you probably can't bake, right? But <laughs> but take care of them, right? Do something for yeah. them. But make sure that we're, we're showing one another. Because you genuinely – Yes. Love and care about one another with exactly. brotherly affection, as we yeah, read there. exactly, right? As, as the Lord has said in James, right? It's more mm-hmm. blessed to give than to receive. Well, yes. if you receive or if you don't receive, show honor, show love, yeah. show grace. So anyway. Now, I need to preface all of this by saying um, becoming more spiritually mature, um, raising the bar, that's really like part two of your relationship with Christ. Yeah. Part one is figuring out out and, and knowing yourself, yeah. knowing your faith, who who you have faith in, yeah. 
hopefully it's Christ so that we can get to this point about becoming closer to Christ. Yeah. Um, number two also is um, knowing why you're a Christian in the first place. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a lot of different reasons that people become Christians. Uh, fear of heaven or fear of hell, hope of heaven, yeah. uh, genuine love for God. And we, we actually had a series about this last year when we had a bunch of guys come on and ask them, why are you a Christian? Yeah. Um, so another little plug for that. Go back and listen to some of our episodes. I guess it was like last summer or something like yeah, that. Um, I think so. Uh, so probably a little over a year ago. Scroll back on our website and you can find that, yeah. find those episodes. But there's so many different reasons people become Christians. Yes. Um, and so that's really the start of the conversation is the, the beginning of faith. But I guess really what I'm talking about is the growing of your faith. People who, who have said, I have faith in God. I have believed in God. Um, now I'm like, okay, prove it. Let's do something well, and, with and it. And presumably people who have put on Christ in baptism. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I, I think this is this conversation is geared towards those who are in the faith. Right? Who, who are, are in, in Christ. Christ. Yeah. Uh, Jinx, you owe me a soda. Um, <laughs> actually, not a soda. I'll take a water, though. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, this that's exactly what this is for. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's it's I think it's kind of interesting, right? Because I'm about to be having a study with brand new Christians. Yeah. Right. People who have just been baptized within the last year, year and a half. Yeah. Um, all, all teens. And I'm really excited about it. But we're yeah. going to be talking about their faith, right? We're going to talk about the Lord's Supper. We're going to talk about evangelism. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about, you know, things that you do in, in worship, things that you do outside of worship. Think, what what changes in your life? And I'm so excited for that Bible study that you're mm-hmm. going to be doing with those kids. Yeah. Um, because right now what they have is a little campfire within them. And, and they're, you yeah. know, they're excited. They're like, hey, I, I built this campfire of faith within. Mm-hmm. I, I've decided to put on Christ. I am in Christ. I, yeah. I've uh, had my sins washed away. Yeah. And now you're about to show them that they don't just have to settle for a campfire. Yes. That they can grow that into be a 10-foot tall bonfire if they want to, a like furnace. A, a huge furnace. Yeah. We, we talked with Chris McCurley a few weeks ago about you are as close to God as you want to be. Yeah. Um, and so it's so exciting to, to be able to, to tell those teens, you know, the campfire you have right now, Yeah. but there's so much more that you can do. You can raise the bar. You can be, become more spiritually mature. You can stoke this little fire into a big fire. Yeah. Um, so I want to keep in uh, Romans 12 still here, um, but jump down to verse 18. This is, um, there's so much good content here, but I don't want to take up all of our time in Romans 12. Yeah. Um, but verse 18 says, if possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Yep. Now, I think this one's so important as far as raising the bar, because it's, it's a, a recognition that you're not going to be able to fix everyone's problems, yeah. but you can fix your own. Yeah. So far as it depends on you, live peaceably with everyone. In other words, don't be the problem. If there is a disagreement in the church, it better not be your, your problem. If there is, yeah. if there's strife, if there's any kind of fighting, if there's any contention, any contention, don't let it be on your shoulders. Yeah. So far as it depends on you, and. And that's exactly what Christ was saying in the Sermon on the Mount. You know, if somebody slaps you, turn the other cheek. If someone uh, asks for your, um, your, for, tunic. your for your tunic, give them your, your coat as well. Yeah. If someone asks you to carry their bag one mile, go with them two miles. Yeah. Um, Jesus is saying, do more than what is expected of you. Raise yeah. the bar. And that's what Paul's echoing here in Romans. So yeah. far as it depends on you. Yeah. Um, well, and in, you know, 16... Right, verse sixteen, right above, right. Live in mm-hmm. harmony with one another. Don't be haughty, right. Never be wise in your own sight. Yeah. Repay no one evil for evil, right. Give thought to do what is honorable mm-hmm. in the sight of all. 
And then it's, well, if possible, right? Again, it's on you. Don't be haughty. Associate yeah. with the lowly, right? Don't don't do all these things that are selfish, yeah. right? But rather, if it's up to you, if you have any say in it, yeah. peaceably. Yeah. And I would venture to say that more often than not, we have a say. Yeah. And well, no, we always have a say. Yeah. Sometimes um, somebody may not like something that we have said or done. Yeah. Um, that that's on them. Uh, yeah. We can we can apologize. We can do everything possible in, in, on our side to live peaceably. But if they, the other person, never makes it right, yeah. never forgives, yeah. never does everything in their power to live peaceably, there's nothing we can control about that. Yeah. Um, well, and, and that's my that was my point, right? Yeah. Is, is most of the time, if not all, if not almost always, right? Like we can make it right, yeah. simply by us being humble, yes, and coming to them and saying, hey. I'm sorry. Well, and that's why um, when I hear of church splits, like Mm -hmm. congregations that just don't get along and and they let half of them go over here and plan a new congregation, half of them go over here um, and not like a genuine, hey, we're going to go reach out to this area and intentionally plant a congregation, but a actual church split, those just kill me because I'm like, you are not doing everything possible to live peaceably with others. Um, And there may be one side that genuinely is, but if every member of that congregation read this verse and say, I need to do everything in my power, then there never ever would be a church split. There yeah. there would never be be fighting if every single Christian said, I am going to do everything in my, my own power. Yeah, There's always at least someone in every disagreement that is contentious. Puts their, puts their foot down and... Yeah. yeah. So um, anyways, I've referenced the Sermon on the Mount. So I don't necessarily want to take y'all and turn there because yeah. I've got a lot of other thoughts that I want to go to. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I mentioned everything I wanted to from there as far as Jesus raising the bar. Um, yeah. Um, Just so many different times where he is, he is telling people, one, really the opposite of what people are expecting, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but two, that it's not about you. Yes. Right? It's about me. <laughs> yeah. It's about God. It's about Christ. It's about and, the kingdom. And it's about others, yeah. right? And, uh, you know, the the not live strong, um, I am second, mm-hmm. right? I, I'm going to – I don't know bash on it's the right word. I've never really liked that phrase Yeah. because I not, I'm not second. Like I'm – I'm last. I'm last. Yeah. Like if I'm anything, I'm last, right? Yeah. You look at – you should look at my life, right? God is first, mm-hmm. right? My wife is, 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 is next, yeah. right? Got to take care of my wife, yeah. right? Now, she is in submission to me, but I am supposed to treat her as more important than myself. Yeah. So she's second. Yeah. And then you've got the church, right? Well, the church comes before me. Yeah. Right? Then you've got, you know, family is, is up there with Alyssa, right? You know, yeah. With, with my wife. But but the church is next, right? Then you've got people who are not saved. <laughs> yeah. Right? Well, that encompasses everybody else, yeah. right? You mentioned earlier, you can, you can just delineate the whole, the whole world into three categories. You can delineate the whole world into so many different ways, right? Yeah. One of them is those who are saved, those who are not saved, right? Mm-hmm. right? The saved and the lost. Yeah. Well, the saved, right, the church is there, and then the lost is there. Well, dude, after that is me. Yeah. <laughs> it's after the whole world, right? I'm last. Yeah. I am last. And so I've never liked that phrase, I am second. And Jesus calls us to be last, right? Mm-hmm. The last shall be first. Yeah. And the first shall be last, right? So I, I think it's so important that we do raise the bar in that sense that we put others first. Yeah. So um, where where else are you wanting to go? 
So I also want to take everyone to Colossians, um, Colossians chapter three. And while y'all are flipping over there, I did have one more comment from um, the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew chapters five through seven. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the more important things um, that I really don't want to forget to say is that as Jesus is talking through that, um, he's also so many times references the old law. And he says, um, you've heard it said, yep. but I say, you've yep. heard it said um, that this was the case. This is what you should do. Um, but instead I say, yep. um, you know, you've heard it said an eye for an eye. Um, you've heard it said, um, I'm blanking some other ones because I'm not turned there right now. Yep. Um, but over and over, Jesus tooth says. for a tooth, I think. Yeah. I think. Um, I'll have to go back and look. You um, keep going. But but he says over and over, you, you've heard it said that this was the case and this was the rules, this was the laws. But instead I say. Yep. And that is, I mean, if there's not an example of Christ raising the bar other than that, that's that's very plain right there. That That's all we need. Yep. Jesus says, I'm calling you to do better. I'm, I'm commanding you to do better. If you're going to take up your cross and you're going to follow me, then yeah. you need to do better. Yeah. And so it's, it's eye for an eye. Yeah. Tooth for a tooth. So he slaps you on the cheek, turn mm-hmm. the other, right? If somebody, um, if anyone would sue you and take your tunic, let them have your cloak, right? Yeah. If anyone goes with you one mile, go two, yeah. right? Um, if anyone begs from you, don't refuse. Yeah. Right. So I think that's a, there's a lot there, right? It is. Like, go, that yeah. extra, go that extra mile, right? Which is where we get that phrase. Yeah. And and when we think about it in um, the setting of the 21st century rather than the first century, I don't think we're, we're doing it. No. Uh, you, can, you can look in the church today. Really, you can look in the world, but the, the world hasn't been commanded to do this. It's those who have taken up their cross, and that's part of counting the cost. If you want to choose to be a follower of Christ, you need to count the cost and, mm-hmm. and, and do the commandments that Jesus has, has laid out. But um, So within the church, uh, plain and simple, we failed. Yeah. We, we, are, we are currently failing. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think that extends to me. Right. I think that extends to you. Right? Yeah. I think it extends to everybody who is a Christian because the reality is we are not Jesus, right? We are not perfect. Exactly. And therefore we should all be striving to be better. Exactly. And so I am always aware when I hear stuff like this, right, of, be, of getting defensive of what do you mean? I'm, I'm doing everything I can. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to have the heart of Christ, right, if we're going to have the, the heart of God, right, to be a man after God's own heart, our desire or goal should always be to be better. If someone mm-hmm. says, hey, man, I know you're doing a lot and I know you're doing well, but I know you can do better. It's like, well, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I can. I can do better. And I'm going to try. Yeah. I'm going to work on that. And and I think so many people feel as if they are pushed to their limits, pushed to the extremes or whatever the case may be, and they don't feel like they can do anymore. The reality is you can. We always can. Yeah. And it's because we've got God with us, right? Like if God can... is if God is with yeah. us, who can be against us? Exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, now I'm I'm going to cut you off before you get too much further down the story because you're going to reveal what I have saved uh, for the end. Okay. Right, so right. Uh, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I'll let you talk about what's on your mind. I'm then. going <laughs> to I'm going to fix this at the end. Um, okay. As far as the not doing enough. Um, but okay. before we do that, uh, hope everyone's turned to Colossians chapter three by now. Um, starting in verse one, it says, "If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God." Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. Mm-hmm. This is the whole point of why we need to raise the bar. Because Christ not only rose from the dead, but he ascended to heaven. 
And we were talking with Corey the other day, the preacher here at Keller, and talking about how the ascension is is just as important as the other parts of the gospel because Jesus mm. is not here on earth anymore. He is seated next to the at the right hand of the Father, yeah. and he's going to come again someday. Yeah. If he was still on earth, he wouldn't be able to come again because he's still here. Yeah. Um, and so the ascension is just as important as the rest of the gospel. Yeah. And when we realize that, we focus our minds to something greater, something greater than what's here on earth, something something better to offer than what the world has to offer. Yeah. And when that's on our minds, when we realize that, mm-hmm. then we realize I need to do better. I shouldn't be settling yeah. for what the world has to offer. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think – so you follow on in, in Colossians 3, right? And – Right after that verse three, right? For you have died, right? This is the reason. Because you have died. This is the reason, yeah. Right? Like you have decided to follow Christ, right? You've counted the cost. You've decided to follow Christ. You have died. Your life is hidden with Christ in God. And then verse four, and I, I love this, the way it phrases, so the ESV phrases it this way. I don't know if if there are different ways of it being phrased, but I absolutely love the way this is phrased here. When Christ who is your life. Mm-hmm. When Christ who is your life. You know, you, you hear of professional sports athletes, right? Saying, man, if you want to be a professional athlete, you need to live, eat, and breathe baseball. You need to live, eat, and breathe yep. soccer. You need to live, eat, and breathe football. You need to live, eat, and breathe tennis, right? Whatever sport it is, you need to live it. You need to eat it. You need to breathe it. You need to sleep about it, right? Like everything's got to be when Christ, who is your life, everything about our life should be about Christ. Yeah. Everything. Uh, that, that's the uh, Galatians chapter 2. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's not I who live, but Christ, Christ who, who lives, lives in me. me. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think it's so poignant of, a, of an example that, man, we have quite literally died to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Everything in this life, right? And, and it goes on in verse 5, right? Put to death, therefore. Well, putting to death means getting, like, it's, it's gone. Yeah. It's no longer here. It's no longer on this earth. It's no longer part of your life. It's 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 gone, and so often we cling to so many things. So I I know you've got something on your mind. Um, so well, I'll let you talk the, about this that. is the last place that I wanted to go because um, right. you mentioned a bit ago um, that you know people are like I'm doing the best I can. You know, mm-hmm. you're you're telling me I'm failing, and I'm literally trying as hard as I can. I just can't do anymore. Yeah. Um, and to that, I just want to. Share with people what it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. In verse 57, uh, well, really the paragraph before that, um, Paul is talking about how, you know, the, our, our flesh and bones is not good enough. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it doesn't cut it. It's failing, you know. Yeah. Um, he says in verse 56, the sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law. And then verse 57 is, is my focus. But thanks be to God mm-hmm. who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. And and that's grace. That's the the whole beauty of the gospel mm-hmm. is that we are called to raise the bar, to to set our minds on things above, to seek Christ where he's seated at the right hand of God, yeah. to outdo one another in showing honor, to uh, if so possible as it far depends on me live peaceably with one another to not just be a hearer of the word, but a doer of the word to be 
as strong as we can in our faith. Yeah. But we know that we're weak. Yeah. We know that we're broken. Mm-hmm. But thanks be to God who gave Christ for us so that we can be reminded once again that I need to raise the bar. Yeah. It, it's this it's this circle of I need to do good. I am not good enough, but I have Christ. So because I have Christ as my example, I need to do good to be like him. And yeah. and it's it's this cycle of life that people get caught up into and and because of that, we have the status quo. Yeah. Because of the I keep trying to raise the bar and I'm failing and not making it there. So I settle in the status quo instead of thanking God for Christ and setting my mind on him once again. Yeah. So I love all of that. And for those of you that feel like you're doing your best and you feel like you're failing and you feel like we're saying you're failing, you're not failing. As long as you are continually striving to become more like Christ, you are not failing. Mm Mm-hmm. If you stop striving to be like Christ, you can decide for yourself what you believe that to be. But if you are continually seeking after God, you are continually trying to become better, trying to do better, trying to love more and and all of this, right? And as as verse 58 of 1 Corinthians 15 says, right? Mm -hmm. If you are always abounding in the work of the Lord, you're not failing. Know that your labor is not in vain. Yeah, your labor is not in vain. Like, yeah. it's and so I guess that's really the the whole point of what's yeah. been on my mind is that um, we need to focus on Jesus. Yeah, man, we need Jesus. Yeah. We we need him so badly. But it's not just that we we need his his blood to wash away our sins. We need him in our lives every single day, and our minds to be focused on him. Yep. And I I think it's for me. Right. And I, I always hesitate telling other people what they need to think, feel, or do. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I just always do because that's, that's not my job. Yeah. Right. Like my job is to present what God has said. Yeah. <laughs> not, not for me to present not what I what think. what you think. Right. Yeah. Um, but for me personally, right. I, I know that if I am not growing closer to God, I'm getting further away from God. Yeah. And there are days where I don't get closer. I get further away. Right. And I look back on those days. I'm like, man, should have done more, right? Mm-hmm. And then the next day, I do more, right? Like it's yeah. it's about that continual attempt, right? You're, we're, we're climbing a mountain is yeah. what we're doing, right? We're climbing a mountain and, man, some days we're going to be so tired that we've just got to stop our tent right where we are and, and hope we don't fall. Yeah. And other days, man, we're going to make it halfway up Everest. Yeah. <laughs> but it's and, a and journey. The, the beauty of that is that um, Christ is either going to call us home yeah. or he's going to to – come again. Yeah. Even if we're just halfway up the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, he's coming back. Yeah. He's coming back and 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 I think if we and if we don't really focus on him and we stay stagnant and content with where we're at in life. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to be a fulfilling one. Yeah. So So I had one more thing to share. Um and okay. then I'll let you close us up. Um All right. but you know the the story of uh, the Israelites in Egypt mm-hmm. when they're enslaved um, and Moses is sent to bring them out after all these plagues that have gone through on the very last one, the firstborn of every um, child in in each household or the, the firstborn of each household is going to be put to death. That's the final plague. Mm-hmm. And in order for the Israelites homes to be passed over, 
um, they need to put the blood of a lamb on their doorpost. Yeah. What's really interesting is that when the angel came through, the angel of death came through as we read about that, they it didn't go inside each home to see who was there. Yeah. Looked for the blood on the doorpost. Mm-hmm. Do we have Christ's blood on, on our, you know, our meta- doorpost. metaphorical doorpost? Yeah. Um, doesn't matter what's inside. No matter how much failing, no matter how much sin. Yeah. If you got Christ's blood on your doorpost and you keep it there. Yeah. That's what's important. Yeah. No, I, I think that's, I think that's awesome. You know, we, and we often feel like we failed in this life. And to be honest, we all do. Right. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I fail. I fail way too often. Um, but thanks be to God. Mm-hmm. Cause we have Christ. Amen. And, um, and I, I think that's, I think that's what we got to close with. I think that's what we always have to close with. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that's what, that's what our lives are centered around is, is our risen Lord and Savior, our ascended Lord and Savior yeah. and our coming again, Lord and Savior. And, uh, I, I long for that day. I am excited for that day. Um, and you know, when it comes, I'll be ready. Yeah. And, uh, I, I firmly believe that I'm going to hear well done my good and faithful servant. And, you know, I hope that the rest of the world hears that too. I really do. I hope that God has mercy on everybody, but I know that what we have in scripture is what we're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. What we're supposed to do is follow his will and I'm doing everything in my power to follow his will. And, um, you know, it's tough. Days are hard, uh, but, uh, but we've got Christ, mm-hmm. and that is the most reassuring thing that I think we can have. Yep. So anyway, Dylan, I uh, thank you for sharing your thoughts, what's on your mind, and absolutely uh, provoking some thought within me, and, um, and I know the viewers too. Uh, you know, it's pretty easy to provoke thought in me, um, <laughs> but um, but the viewers are. Uh, intelligent people, and I know that they're going to get a lot out of this. So I'm uh, grateful for that. So thank you. And uh, we are we're excited about where we're at. We're excited about uh, this podcast, excited about everything that it's doing. And uh, we just ask that those of you who are listening, uh, pay attention for just a little bit longer, and you can see how you can help us. Uh, we love you all so much. So thankful for your, for your time and uh, for all your support. And uh, just wish you the best. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Bible Conversations. We want to encourage you to check out our proud partners, Ministry League. They have a website as well as an app that you can download from your smartphone. Yeah, not only that, but also be sure to send us an email. You can reach us at kcocbibleconversations at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you what your thoughts and comments are on today's episode. And if you have any questions or any comments, anything that you would like to let us know, please send us a text at the following number, 972-905-0856. Yeah, and that way we'll be able to uh, get that comment and and get back with y'all as well. And please leave reviews and comments. I know there's a lot of places that you listen to this podcast that you can leave comments and reviews. I know Apple Podcasts, I'm pretty sure iHeartRadio and others, you can Mm -hmm. uh, leave reviews and comments as well. And last, but most certainly not least, we ask that you share this with your friends. Uh, We do our best to provide... Uh, biblical and and, and strong uh, discussion and we hope that you can feel free to share that with everybody that you love and come in contact with thank you all so much for all of your support we love you